Welcome to the Imperfectly Impactful Podcast. My name is Catherine, and I am a proud, high-achieving woman overcoming the relentless pursuit of perfection and weight of people-pleasing. Come with me as we discover how embracing your imperfections can lead to immense growth and enable you to make a difference in your life and the lives of others. From candid conversations to empowering stories, I will guide you to unleash your full potential and craft your unique path to impact. Join me every week as we celebrate imperfection, cultivate self-acceptance, and prove that even the most imperfect journeys can lead to the most impactful destinations. So let's get started. Hello, another episode, another week of hidden perfection and a new one that I found for myself and have always known, but recently have had a few of my family and friends actually asking me some advice in regards to this and just some thoughts. But before I get started officially with the meat and the content, I wanted to start off with a few things that I heard about and learned about earlier this year. And it was prior to me really diving into more of my inner work. It was leading up to my attending the powerhouse woman and probably around I'll say May or June, I had seen this video and I think my mom actually sent it to me. And then funny enough, like a week or two later, someone else sent it to me. And then a week after that, I sent it to one or two people who were currently going through some issues. And it is this idea and the information of how we need to teach our girls and us as women need to learn and teach ourselves to be brave and not perfect. And there's actually a book called Brave Not Perfect. It's by Reshma Saljani. And she's actually the video that I was watching and she did a TED talk and it's a lot longer and I've only watched, I think I've watched about seven to eight minutes of it, but in it, she talks about a few different things that I think were so interesting. The first thing was when a guy has an assignment, for example, in like high school or in college, they will say something is wrong with the assignment. And when a girl walks in to her teacher or professor, usually the girl is thinking and saying something's wrong with me. And it's that flip of thinking, I'm the reason I can't figure it out. I'm the reason something's wrong. And the guys are thinking, well, it's the assignment. There's something wrong in the assignment. There's a reason I can't figure it out. And it's not my fault. The other piece of this is that women, especially, but women with higher IQs are more likely to give up. And it was a study that was done with kindergartners that they realized the boys and the girls and they were comparing, but those, especially with the higher IQs were more likely to give up or not even try to do something if they were not fully confident and 100% sure. Leading back to though a little, I thought those were some fun tips to share with you guys today, but going back to maybe more of the content I'm going to dive into is something specific she mentioned. And it's when men apply for a new job, they will apply for that position if they are 60% qualified, at least 60%. Where women, we will not apply for a job or a position unless we are 100% qualified. 100% we can do the job and confidently know we can do the job. And this is where the idea that she talks about is that we need to teach our girls, little girls, teenagers, ourselves, young women, whoever it is, we need to teach them to be brave and not perfect. The idea ties into once we get into the workforce and we get into real world, we're not applying for the jobs. So there's less women that are in leadership. And she thinks that a big chunk of the reasoning behind women not being in leadership, as many women as there are men, is this idea that we feel like we have to be 100% perfect. And it is the fear of exposing our less than perfect selves to the world. If we were to get a job or do something we were not 100% ready for. 
I bring all of this up because there's two things I want to talk about today that I have now reflected on over the past few years for myself when applying and interviewing for jobs. And recently I've had family and friends actually coming to me in regards to this as well. And I'm having to turn it and flip what I've learned about myself and learned through Reshma Sojani and her book, Brave Not Perfect, and just her information and what I've learned over the past few months and this past year. And it's this idea that the perfectionism to apply and to interview. So I first want to start with talking about applying for a job. And I already talked about the whole 60% able to and 100% is what we feel like we need to be. But it's the constant issue and it's a constant issue also for myself. And it's this belief that we need to be able to do everything on the job description. But what if we look at the job description and we're like, okay, I can do half of those things. I can do 60, 70% of those things. Those other things is where my opportunity is to learn. When we step into a job, at least for myself, I want to step in knowing I'm going to be able to learn something. I'm going to challenge myself. It's going to be a little bit, not difficult for me, but I'm not going to be sitting there doing the same thing over and over again and feel like it's easy because I like to have a little bit of challenge. I like to feel like I am learning something along the way because that's important for me. Think about that. Whether you're currently applying for a job, you have in the past, reflect. If you're going to be in the future, think back to those moments. And I'll give you a prime example. When I left the hotels, I ended up being offered a new job. And that one week kind of in between and interviewing and learning more about the company, I sat back and was provided the job description. And I started going through the job description and I was like, oh my God, I can't do that. I've never done that before. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I haven't done this. I mean, I went through and I was like, oh my God. And I, it was kind of that moment of like imposter syndrome. Like I am not right for this job. This is not right for me. I am not going to be able to come in and be successful and show them what I can do. And then I had two people, one being my mom and one being my friend Delaney, who kind of helped guide me through it because I was in these, this freak out moment knowing it was that right next step for me, but not feeling like truly I could step into it and I was going to do what I needed to do. So the first thing was my friend Delaney took the job description and she started highlighting and I was very confused at what she was doing and she came and gave it to me. And then I looked at it and she's like, everything highlighted on that page, you have done or done something similar to and you were able to do it. And when I looked at it, it was probably 75 to 80% of all the stuff on there. She was like, everything else you can learn, but you can do everything on that page. I was like, whoa. And I started reading through and like, I guess you're right. I really can do all those things. But I didn't put into perspective or really sit back and maybe think about the things I've been doing or done. And she looked out from the outside. I was her boss for a little over a year and a half. And so she had seen everything I had been doing and had done and knew about my past and experiences and was able to show me in very simple terms of just highlighting the things I can do that I could do it. And then my mom, on the other sense, got on the phone with me for like an hour and we were back and forth. I never thought back to my childhood and how I was a gymnast. And that's a whole long story in itself that I'll get to one day. But I helped host the meets my mom was putting on. So I would sit at registration. I was a timer person. I'd be running around. I helped with setup. I helped with teardown, some of the details, catering, all these things. And she started piecing together that I grew up in the world of events. And then I grew up helping with these little pieces. And I was a part of events in college, like helping put on the small ones. I did a few hundred people, big ones. When I was part of organizations and clubs, we started talking through these things. And I never thought I had done it before, but in reality, I had but in a different way. I did it for gymnastics. I had done it for my small club organization on campus at school, but it's the same thing that this company was looking for and needing someone to be able to do. I just needed to do it on a bigger scale or just in a whole different industry. So think back to that when you are looking to apply for a job. 
don't take it granted word for word. What is the idea for maybe that one sentence that they're wanting you to be able to do? Well, have you done something similar to that before? Because also that leads up to the interview process and giving you examples that you can relate back to what they're needing for someone in the job description and in that job and for the responsibilities. So I hope you were able to understand that of the application piece. When you're applying for a job, you don't want to be perfect. You want to be able to have the opportunity to learn and then take what you've done and see how that relates to what that new job is. Because I promise you, there is so many things that you don't even think back to your childhood that you probably were doing growing up or in college you were doing or your early professional career that does relate to it and also is driving you to want this job and be able to take this opportunity and apply. So then the second part of it is the interviewing piece. Recently, a few times, one of my friends has been going through a couple different waves of applying, getting an interview, and then going out of it. And we've been discussing the idea, like wanting to go in and be perfect with our answers, wanting everything to be perfectly aligned and showing exactly how they're qualified and I'm qualified and practicing for the interview and all of these other things. When we sat and was talking about it, I said, yes, you need to be able to answer the questions Use that opportunity during the application process to think how it relates to the job description, how it could relate to a question they ask you. But also in reality, the interview is your opportunity to learn about the company also, to learn about who they are and do you align and do you see yourself being a part of that? Do you enjoy the person you're talking to and interviewing with? Sometimes that's your direct boss. Sometimes it's someone in higher up leadership. Sometimes it's a supervisor who's lower down. It could be an hourly person you meet while you're there for the interview. Try to assess the culture and assess it and ask the right questions because it's not just you answering their questions. They may be answering yours so you can see in reality, does it match up? Leading up to the interview, remember that that job might not be the right one for you, or you might not be 100% sold on it, but use the opportunity to interview as practice. Use the opportunity to sit down with somebody else and see what they do and what do you like about the company and what you don't like about the company. Why do you like about the job and what do you not like about the job? Because that's going to help you make the decisions later on to be able to find that perfect job or you're going to say, hey, I like what they're doing. I want that when I start my own business. I want to, no, I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to bring that into it because I love what they did. And I'm going to remember and make a note that this is something a company has done to me before or when I interviewed about that I don't want to do in that business because it does not align with me. Because you need to make sure if you're starting a business, or if you currently are newer into a business, or you just have been in business for years, you know the importance of being aligned with that. Because if not, you get bored, you lose the passion, you lose the drive to want to do day in and day out things. And I've already done that with that small little travel business company I started because some things were just not aligning exactly with how I was building it and growing it. But I learned how to start the business at least and how to start a business. It's just making sure you're pulling those important factors and important pieces. What are your values and how do you tie that into the company? you are running, the company you want to start, or the company that you're going to be going and working for. So to sum everything up, you don't need to be 100% qualified for any job or any interview or to 100% qualified to even start your own business like I am doing. I am definitely not. I am learning as I go, just as you should be with any job and opportunity you're doing. Be brave. Practice becoming uncomfortable. Practice becoming confident in yourself and practice becoming brave and going after your dreams and going after your goals and putting yourself out there. It's okay to make mistakes. Say the wrong thing. You might not look fully put together the way you want to be looking. Your hair's not perfectly right and your makeup perfectly done. And maybe your eyes are just like low and sad that day. Whatever it is, it's okay. You don't have to be perfect because I'll be honest, and I'm having to learn this a lot myself right now. People are not paying attention to every single detail. Even though they tell you that in an interview, there is that whole first impression piece. There are many other aspects that go into it. So it's, it's okay. 
it is going to be okay. You will be fine, but be brave and go after your dreams. Because on the other side, and trust me, half of this conversation is right now is me and my motivation and what I need to hear. And I keep telling myself internally is I have to be brave because on the other side, it's going to be a hundred percent worth it. It's going to be 150% worth it because I'm going to be where I want to be and doing what I want to do and going after my goals and my dreams. So apply for that job, go to that interview, wear what you want, whatever you want to wear, make the mistakes, do the wrong thing and learn from it. The key piece is all of this is a learning experience and to continue to grow who you are and who you want to be. So as Reshma Sojani said in her Brave Not Perfect, we as girls fear exposing our less than perfect selves. So teach girls, teach yourself, teach other women in your community and who is surrounded around you. Teach them to be brave and not perfect. I will see you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Before I let you go, I wanted to share with you that I have officially launched an event business. If you are interested in working with me and getting help, if you are an event host and or planner, please follow the links below to join me on a discovery call for 15 minutes where we can talk about what you do, the events you host, the events you plan, and how I could be of service to help you become more efficient, more profitable, and or just more confident in what you do. I so look forward to helping you guys. Please, again, follow the links below, follow us on Instagram, and share this episode and any of the other episodes that resonate with you with who you are friends and family with. Thank you guys so much for joining me and have a wonderful rest of your day.